Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. In our never-ending I Work For Him desire to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways that will challenge the way you think about your faith and work, today we're talking with Eric Most from Most Insurance Fund online at mostins.com. Today we're talking about should Christ followers buy life insurance? Isn't that showing just a little bit of a lack of faith to buy life insurance? That may be a trick question. Welcome back to Eric Most with Most Insurance. Eric, welcome back to the I Work For Him show. Hey, thanks for having me, Jim. Glad to be here. You know, I hope you can handle me today. It's been two weeks to today. I haven't had any Mountain Dew, and today I have Mountain Dew at 3 o'clock. That's right. That's when the bet was up. I had a good friend of mine, Josh. He was addicted to Mountain not Mountain Dew. He was addicted to Monster. And so in order to get him off Monster, I said, hey, I'll give up Mountain Dew for two weeks. He was doing four Monsters a day. Yeah. Andrea? Thank you very much for the Mountain Dew. If anybody wants to blame, that's right. If anybody wants to blame for why I'm talking so fast, just call into the studio line. Talk to Andrea, 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929, and you can thank Andrea yourself. Hey, 1 Timothy 5.8 says, Eric, but if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for members of his household, he is denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Hmm. Does that have to do with, does that, does that have to do with life insurance? I think it definitely has implications that uh, life insurance can help uh, provide for families and for uh, the their relatives. 
I would say so. I would say so. Okay. But before we get to the conversation about life insurance, listen, you've been a supporter of the I Work For Him show from the get-go, from the beginning, from April 15, 2013, going forward. You've had some major changes in your life in the last month. Yep. So I'm going to ask you my normal question is, hey, how's Jesus Christ making an impact on your life today? And it's going to be quite a story. So take it from here. Uh, yeah, so uh, we just got, uh, my wife and I, Jackie, we just got back um, in town from China, where we finalized the adoption of our son, uh, Hudson. And uh, it has been uh, quite a journey. It's uh, We started this process about two uh, about two years ago. And, has uh, it really been that long? <laughs> yeah, it really has. <laughs> Went fast for me. Yeah, you know, it started, we were planning to adopt in from Ethiopia, and the uh, Lord had other plans. Uh, right as our paperwork was about to leave the country to go there, um, they kind of sh- slowed down their process significantly, so we bounced to China. And, uh, and and continue the process and um, just finalized. Uh, we picked up our son on uh, March the 2nd, um, finished all the paperwork, and got back here Friday uh, Friday the 13th. And um, uh, it has been an absolute ride. You know, Jackie and I had talked about adoption um, as part of the plan of, for our family when we were even just courting. I, I remember just going on some walks and talking about adoption. And we thought that that would be a uh, we thought that would be a secondary part to our story. We thought that you know we'd have a couple biological kids. We wanted to adopt. We wanted foster care. And uh, Lord's had other plans. Uh, and uh, and so we you know we've just been trusting Him. So we said let's let's move forward with adoption. And um, it seemed like there's some hurdles and things like that but uh jim as you when you finally get to to meet hudson it's going to blow your mind uh he he he's like you're you're gonna think this is eric's biological son though he looks a little chinese um but his personality well, if we dyed like your me, hair black maybe we saw the picture he had very little hair to begin with right the orphanage people even said oh you guys have the same hairline i'm like you guys are so <laughs> funny <laughs> oh, i love you but um and and when he's really intensely working on a project he sticks out his tongue like i do evidently and it's just he's a joy i mean just a huge smile and um it has been it has been such a, a blessing uh, for jackie and i just to to bring him into our family so many funny stories happened over the the two weeks that we were in china finalizing the uh, finalizing this and, and and you know we think about okay the journey's now done well it's really just beginning right so <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah there's a lifetime of living in front of you yeah it's uh, now now most people when they get to adopt they start with babies but you started with a two and a half year old yep um, so this is like instantaneous parenthood with a child that's running around the house and but he speaks no English. Nope, speaks no English. Um, wasn't speaking Mandarin. He had a clef, he had a bilateral cleft lip and palate, and so he was a little bit behind in his talking as well. And so um, we're not having to overcome his uh, learning one language of speaking to another. Though he understood uh, Mandarin, and he he's picking up English really quick. Uh, we we even while we were in the hotel room, we were able to tell him, "Hey, go pick up your shoes," and he'd go get his shoes and bring them over. And so he really is picking up things really quick. We expect uh, talking to come soon. You know he. he He's my son. He's like me. I didn't start talking until I was about three. I actually had a speech therapist help me, and everybody says, boy, did she do a good job. Uh, so, you know, he's, he's following you, in my footsteps. Yeah, yeah, your dad said, and he hasn't stopped talking since. I haven't. I haven't. I had, I, had, I had to make up for some lost time, Jim. You know, maybe, <laughs> were you a slow speaker, too? <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently, I just started talking early, and I just kept going. Okay, that Mountain Dew helps, too. It, it does. And, you know, I, yeah, the Mountain Dew helps. Okay, so Hudson is... Too He's two and a half, right? Two and a half. Okay. All right. So you you got him home just really, that's just two, two weeks tomorrow. Yep. 
Did you take some time off after you got back? No, you'd already taken a month off, so you probably didn't have time to take off. Uh, you know, that first week back for me, I I, I, I had to get back into the office, but um, it was limited. I kind of went in uh, a little late in the mornings, was there for a couple hours, which uh, seemed to continue to have – stayed longer than I really wanted to. But um, uh, this week has been back on more of a more of a regular schedule for me, and um, and and so fortunately we live really close by, and so I'm, I'm able to um, leave the office for doctor's appointments and things like that. You know, as we're just trying to get everything checked up and learn about uh, learning about our son and try to figure out if everything's okay. We found out he had two ear infections uh, that he flew back home with, and so that caused a little probably. Nice pain torturing for him. your kid right from the start. Yeah, but uh, how many hours of flying was it back from China to here? Um, well, total travel time, leaving our hotel to getting to our home was 28 hours straight. Sweet. You could drive from Minneapolis so, to here in less time than that. Well, there you go. <laughs> People do do that, too, I guess, drive to Minneapolis. I don't know why. but Because it's a beautiful drive. Uh, okay. All right. So is Jackie able to take maternity time? Yes. Yeah, so um, so with her company, um, they have um, they gave her a little bit of time for adoption. Um, and then um, and then she took a couple weeks of uh, parental. And now she's actually, we saved up some uh, vacation time, so she's she just put in. She's taking about four weeks off vacation time, and then we're going to figure out uh, how and what we're going to do uh, in, in the future. So, we're taking it one step at a time. Right, lots now of that. hurdles. How about your dog? How'd your? I can't remember your dog's Bremer. name. Bremer. Bremer. How's Bremer adopting to uh, uh, Hudson? Well, Bremer's doing great. Bremer's birthday is today. Oh, happy birthday, Bremer! So, really, seriously. Yeah, go go to Most Insurance Facebook page. Go to facebook.com forward slash Most Insurance. You'll see Bremer there. He's the mascot of Most Insurance, and it's his birthday. Bremer loves. Hudson. Hudson's not so sure about Bremer all the time. So Bremer has uh, wants to sleep under his bed. When Hudson first wakes up in the morning, he wants to lick him in the face. Uh, he loves this kid feeding because Jack and I are pretty, pretty, pretty strict about our diet. We're pretty strict about what we that's feed like Bremer. That's like saying the, you know, that's like saying. Let's see, let's, let's pretty strict about your diet. That's like saying people who drive cars are pretty strict about keeping all four tires on the road <laughs> because. You, these guys like eat weeds and rocks. That's what it is. When you're at their house, they eat weeds and rocks. Come on. They, sometimes they throw in a little grass with it. But okay, no, okay. So, but and and Hudson's learning to eat all new foods. Oh yeah, he all he knew all he knew was noodles and congee, which is a uh, rice porridge. That's all he knew, and so it's a little bit hard on him. He's you know he's he's uh, there are all these new flavors and vegetables and uh, you know th- things uh-huh. like that 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 he's having to learn, and it's a little rough. But he's you know he's picking up he's picking up pretty quick. We haven't introduced any of that uh, Mountain Dew kind of stuff for well yeah that'd be a little young anyway but have you given him a mcdonald's hamburger yet no (laughs) No. are you ever gonna give him a mcdonald's hamburger (laughs) doubtful (laughs) wow thanks mom and dad for corrupting my life by giving me mcdonald's hamburgers okay this is a great beginning of a conversation first of all congratulations to you and jackie you know i'm I'm hoping that this recorded show will be one of those ones that hudson gets to listen to 15 years from now and go wow dad that was really cool how you talked about it but this really leads into our conversation for the day because you and jackie have just gone through a major life change yes by becoming parents and so now if something happens to one of you or both of you, you've got a child you're responsible for. And so you need to leave not only a spiritual legacy for him as a Christ follower, yes. but now you need to leave a financial legacy for him. Yes. And, and that's what that verse in Timothy is saying. Hey, you gotta, you got to leave provision for your family. And so we're talking about life insurance today. Yeah. Because that's one of those things, you know, if every woman knew what every widow knows, no family would be without life insurance. I had a, a friend just recently, about a month and a half ago, what well, was the weekend before Valentine's Day? 
Her husband was about 50, and she came home, and he had died of a heart attack. Hmm. He, on a Saturday, working at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cool part was he had already ordered the flowers and the chocolates for Valentine's Day, and they arrived five days after, or seven days after he died. Wow. Um, and uh, he, she is now a widow, and there was a little bit of life insurance, but not enough. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you can't buy life insurance when you're sick. You can't buy life insurance when you're dead. Yep. You can only buy it when you're healthy and alive. Yep. And so now's a good time. It's, if you're healthy today, now's a good time, because you may not know tomorrow. If you find out you have cancer tomorrow... Yeah, it's too late. Yeah, and if and and if you're not healthy, um, or you think that you might not be healthy enough for life insurance, it's still still the time to talk about it now because there are some options out there. Um, maybe maybe there are some flexibility with some companies uh, on some life insurance. It might it's definitely going to cost you more. Or there's other plans to put in place, put in annuity, do some other things. But you've got right. to protect your family. Right. And, and now the cool part is if you've been cancer free for five years, they'll give you an option to come back and yep. talk to them for a rated policy, something that's a little bit more yep. expensive. But there is uh, there's lots of options out there. But the biggest key is. Hey, we got to talk about providing for our families. If a, if a mom is gone or a dad is gone, the loss of that income and the support of the parents, yes. not just the income. It's not like, okay, if Eric is not there, you're not making that income anymore, yep. but also all the stuff you did around the house. Yep. Now, and, and and so many people neglect the stay-at-home mom. They say, well, oh she doesn't have gosh. any income. Why do we need to insure her? Yeah, Man, well, because she, to replace the, the stay-at-home income, they work 24 hours a day. Yes. A stay-at-home mom is an eighty to $100,000 a year replacement. Yes. It's yeah. unbelievable. Absolutely. Martha and I calculated, because Martha was not only staying home for both the kids till they were in kindergarten, but she also worked at my insurance agency. And so, like, if if she was gone... I mean, it was it was easily a hundred thousand dollar because you had to have a nanny because you could. I worked nights. Yeah, you had to have somebody being there all the time, and then you had to have a cook, a cleaner. <laughs> I mean, you had to have a taxi service. I mean, you had to have the whole deal. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, and most people don't think about that. Yeah. And life insurance. I mean, it's Martha and I bought life insurance in nineteen ninety nine, uh, and at that point in time, we didn't have a lot of debt. We have we have, we don't have any debt at all now, but we bought six hundred thousand. I mean, and four hundred thousand on her. And we've paid about $60 a month for the last 15, 16 years. Mm-hmm. That was nothing. Yeah. I, I was, at that time, I was, let's see, 15, let's see, 1999, that's 16 years ago. So I was uh, 32. Mm-hmm. It was nothing. Yeah. Now, and now, is it, well, and it was just a 20 year term policy because we figured at 20 years, our kids are graduating from college. Yep. We'll be debt free. We will need a different kind of life yes. insurance. Yeah. But so. You've got you're in that same spot. You're where, you're 33 this year. 34. 34. So the same kind of spot. Yep. It's no and it's time to yep. think through that. Yeah. So when uh, when Jackie and I got married, you know, um, we I, first off, I want to encourage viewers go to our Facebook page, take a look at it because I I reposted a video I shot talking about life insurance. The one that's that, on your website. Yeah, it's on it's our a website. great video on life insurance. Yeah. So so they can go get on your it. Facebook page, most insurance. Yep. Or on your website mostins.com most yep it's on the home page and it's also on the uh, uh, financial tab but um, before uh, when Jackie and I got married I made sure that we increased both of our life insurances I had a little bit at the time but I took out a, I think I had about 750000 um, on both of us at that time um, now with uh, Hudson's coming literally right before we left to go get Hudson I went ahead and doubled that coverage um, I wanted to make sure that um, uh, we had more than enough to um, if something happened Happened to either one of us that we would be uh, we would not burn through the money too fast, and so that we were able to prepare um, provide for his education and and Jackie or myself if something happened to one of us. Sure, a two and a half year old today goes to college 
15 years from now, 16, maybe maybe he's 19 when he goes in yeah. because he's, who knows? Yep. But not, let's just say it's 16 years from now. Likely that child's going to spend close to eighty or $90,000 a year yeah. for a state school. Yeah, it's scary right there. Yeah, because when... when <laughs> but yes, it it's is. true. Well, we were guesstimating that when our kids graduated, that, that state schools would be somewhere between fifty and $60,000. Yeah. And we missed it because yeah. they're 100 plus. Yeah. Yeah. Private schools... They thought we thought they'd be twenty five to thirty, and they ended up being fifty to sixty. I mean, private schools today are ridiculously expensive, yeah. so it's a big deal the yeah. providing for a college education. Yeah, and then um, as soon as we got home, uh, already last week, I put into place uh, a, a new life policy on Hudson. Um, great policy, we love them. It's with one of our our major um, uh, companies called Auto Owners, so it actually also gave us a five percent uh, discount on our auto insurance and um, our other lines of business that we have with Auto Owners. And uh, it's a guaranteed issue, a whole life policy for him. Um, I actually just talked with the company today, and they issued it, so he is now protected for the rest of his life. He has a policy that started off at fifty thousand dollars, is going to go to a hundred thousand dollars by the time he's thirty. And, or by the time he's 25, and it's going to last the rest of his life. So even if he gets uh, has a major medical issue, he has $100,000 worth of life insurance. The price will never go up. Hey, we got to do our book highlight segment now, brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Hey, our, our book highlight today is halftime. I've got a whole bunch of these to give away. If you're between 30 and 40 listening to this show and you're trying to figure out, hey, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Am I going to stay right where I'm at? I'm kind of tired of pursuing success, and I'd really like to see what God would do in my life. I'd like to pursue a life of significance. That's what this book is for. It's a great book that I read in 2004, and it's one of the reasons I'm here on the radio each and every day talking about helping you incorporate your faith into your workplace. Get a copy of this book free today. Call to the studio line 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929. And remember, you need to read this book. Don't wait for the movie. All right, Eric, before the break, you were talking about how you and Jackie then, after the right before you went to, to China to pick up Hudson, your first son, your first child, uh, that you adjusted your life insurance. Yep. And uh, that's something. Let, let's talk about some of the things that lead people to, hey, let's reevaluate our life insurance. There's some events that people should look at. Sure. You, you name one, I'll name some. We'll, we'll name some back and forth. Getting married. Okay. Uh, getting divorced. Mm-hmm. A lot of times in today's world, there's divorce as part of, excuse me, there's divorce as part of the life insurance requirement. Now, how about the other way around? There's life insurance as part of the divorce requirement. Okay. Absolutely. Getting married. Getting divorced. Uh, having a child. Having another child. That's right. Uh, buying a home. I was going to say, and having another child. And then having another child. And then having another child. Okay. I missed, I missed the cue. <laughs> you did. You missed the cue. I was trying to. Buying a home. Great one. Yeah. That's a very good one. So there's so many different events that trigger that. Can you think of any others? No, oh, yeah, buying any other um, uh, asset that you that that if something happens and you have debt on it, you'd want covered. Well, and there's other things to buy life insurance from a business perspective. If you have a key employee or an executive buy sell agreement, if you hire if you got a whole bunch of people that you want to sell the company to, if you were to die and you want your wife to get the money, you ensure your life and let other people pay for it. So a buy sell agreement, an executive purchase agreement, a, a key person life insurance policy, there's lots of different reasons. Retirement planning, actually, you can use life insurance. Hey, we're talking with Eric Most from Most Insurance today about life insurance. Should Christ followers buy life insurance? Before we ask that question, Eric, and discuss it, you've got a couple of exciting announcements, and you've got them on your Facebook. 
Facebook page, which is just Most Insurance. Yeah, um, facebook.com forward slash Most Insurance. Uh, recently, we just received the 2014 Super Se- um, Service Award by Angie's List, which is given out to only the top 5% in the industry. And so, Who's Angie, though? Um, she's a lady. I figured. That, let's, let's hope that, some guy's that, not named Angie. That, 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 that does a really good job at, um, at, at providing quality uh, leads. So they, they, you have to be a member of Angie's List to use the, their service. And, um, and so people really, um, there's more value, I think, in the reviews that they give. Um, for they rate vendors, all different types of vendors all across Tampa Bay and around the country, as oh. I understand it. Yes. And so if you, if you have a disappointing experience with somebody in Angie's List, more than likely, they're not going to remain on Angie's list. No, no, absolutely. She's pretty tight. Yep. And so we, it's different uh, than Craigslist because the guy named Craig started that. It was just to sell stuff. It's different. Yes, very different. Very different. Um, so, uh, so yeah, just got that blown. Really. So, what was it? The Angie's list, 2014 Super Service Award, Super Duper Service Award for uh, for property and casualty insurance. So that's auto and home insurance, and that's and business and business insurance, yep. auto, home, and business. Fantastic. Yeah. Hey, and you also just posted a picture of Hudson on your Facebook page. Yep. So if uh, if you guys want to see, and this kid is, he's amazing. Uh, he's got the biggest smile in the world. Uh, the picture I just showed you a minute ago, uh, uh, Jim. I went ahead and put up on the the most insurance Facebook page. So go to most uh, go to most insurance on the Facebook. Um, you'll see him. He's got a giant smile. He's got bubbles, and he's got a uh, an, a balloon that he's trying to hit with the bubbles. And he's just he's just a bundle of joy. So go out there and like most insurance's Facebook page. And while you're online. Go out to I Work For Him's Facebook page and like that, too. Yep. And let me know you're listening. It helps me so much. It helps me get going in the morning. Hey, we've got a pretty exciting event coming up next Monday, and I want to just make sure our audience knows about this. On the 30th, we've got a very special on-location I Work For Him show at Southwest Rec in Largo. Pete O'Shea, our morning guy and our noon guy, he and Tommy, his producer, they're going head-to-head in, a, in basketball. It's a throwdown of the century. It's almost like the Thrilla in Manila. It's like Fargo and Largo or something like that. Or Cargo and Largo. I don't know. It's unbelievable. So you need to come out 5 o'clock for a live show. I'll have Gary Hunt on the air with me from Unclub Ministries to find out about all about how he loves middle school kids and is reaching out to middle school kids all over Pinellas County. And he's doing that ministry right there in Seminole. And then Gary and I will call that game for Pete O'Shea and Tom Conley. And we're hoping that Pete O'Shea actually makes it through the game without dropping dead. I don't know. I don't know how else better to say it. Anyway, find out more online on WTIS. I'm sure there's all kinds of information out there on WTIS, but we'll be on location in Largo on Monday. All right, Eric. Should Christ followers, but you were looking at your emails in between. When I was doing it, you were looking at emails. Eric is addicted to his Mac. It's like it's actually Facebook posts. Oh, it's Facebook. He's <laughs> responding to the, your show members. Uh, you know, emails. Oh, they were already commenting. Hey, the cutest kid in the world. Is that what they're saying? Uh, that might be. Oh, Andrea said that might be one of the cutest kids ever. There you go. Nice. He is. He is cute. And, and really, he the pictures that you got. It's amazing that you know you got pre pictures. Yep. 
It looks just like him. That makes sense because it was a picture of him. But it just oh man, I got but the smile a, is so much we, bigger. If we have enough time, I've we got to tell you. about I'm sure that at we the don't. End, at the end, got to tell you a story about that at the end. So okay, all right. So if we have time, should Christ followers buy life insurance? Tell me about Absolutely. the book that your mom just found. Yeah, so my mom I love got this. Me, my mom got me a book a long time ago. Let's give credit um, to where it goes, mom. Yep, good job, mom. Uh, and it's uh, probably written in the 20s. It's a kind of systematic theology question and answer. Like I think there are 300 questions in it, and we were flipping through it at, at the office. And systematic theology is one of those books you read when, I don't know, you're getting your toenails ripped out or no, something like that. No, no, brother. It was all no. good stuff? Yeah, well, not necessarily in this oh, book. Oh, yeah, but, okay, all right. So but, that's what I'm saying. Okay. But the Wayne Grudem Systematic Theology book, highly recommend it. <sighs> Sounds um, too deep for me. No, you'd love it. I'll let you tell me about so, it. Um, but this one, it's most like a question and answer. And uh, and in it, it said, uh, should Christians buy life insurance? And the author, I don't even remember who it was. How many said, years ago was this book written? Pro- probably... Uh, Close to 100 years ago. Okay. So 90 years ago or so. So life insurance was expensive yep. then. He, he said, absolutely not. He says, you're not trusting in, in God's provision for you and things like that. And really, I, I disagree with him completely. Um, I believe that being a good steward of, of your of your funds. Now, should you buy all kinds of life insurance? No. There's there's some kinds you shouldn't buy. Um, should you uh, buy if there's... a uh, um, there's reasons not to, but as a whole, buying life insurance, I don't believe, is against the Bible at all. Uh, as you pointed out earlier in the, our opening passage, that that you're protecting your family and your relatives, and, that's and we're expected we're su- to provide we're expected for them to do. Right. So it's a good thing. I trust and delight in the sovereignty of God, and I buy life insurance, and I think it is something that we really should do. I implore my customers, implore members of our church to do it. Um, I've seen too many cases. Too many cases where people didn't have life insurance and it was needed. Literally just uh, driving over here earlier today, was talking with a friend diagnosed with um, breast cancer. She's mid-30s, in her lymph nodes, real issue. Um, I don't know uh, if she has life insurance. She'll never qualify for it again. Um, Well, that's not necessarily true, but it's not likely. It's not likely. Um, and so uh, praying for her, pray for full recovery. Um, but um, like you pointed out, you need to get it um, when you're healthy and when you're uh, uh, when you're younger. It's it's a lot better. But but if even if you're a little bit older, go ahead and, and, and let's have a conversation about it. But, yeah, and term, you know, what, what's really cool. Now, I've been sold. I sold life insurance in the 90s and the 2000s. I'm no longer selling life insurance. But the and the rates changed. Yep. Uh, it was there was a certain term rate. In the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and then the rates lowered because people started living longer, and so term rates got almost like 50% cheaper. Much lower. And so today, you can buy a significant amount of life insurance at a reasonable rate, even if you're my age, almost 50. Yep, absolutely. <sighs> when I say that, every time I say that, I go, ooh, okay. I mean, I'm only, I won't, I'll be 49 this year, but that's still one of those things you're thinking, wow, yeah. okay. And I still need some life insurance. You do. I mean, because Martha would still need an income from whatever I'm producing. Sure. I don't know if she wants to do radio every day. Well, actually, that would save her money then, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, but not not if we get some more sponsors. We need two more sponsors on the I Work For Him show. People who want to have their business promoted by me. Eric, are you getting some customers off of the I Work For Him show? Yeah, we absolutely are. So, so if there's another business in Tampa Bay that could benefit from an audience like this, a Christ-following audience that appreciates good quality vendors, they should consider advertising. Absolutely. All right. So I just want to make sure I got that out of there. Okay. So we talked about some events that trigger why you should buy life insurance. We said marriage, divorce, having the first child, the second child, the third child, the fourth child, um, saving for college, or some other th- oh, buying a house, buying a second house, covering the debt, making sure that that's taken care of. When people are going to figure out how much life insurance they should buy, 
You know, it, it used to be, hey, seven times your income, that'll get you about the same number. Today, it's 10 to 15 times your income. Yeah. Yeah, so... But there's lots of different categories, ways to figure it out. A lot, lot of different ways to figure out. First off, if you don't have any, let's get something started. Right. Okay. Um, and I what can you afford? Yeah. I, you know, so I like to start the conversation. If you have nothing, let's get something started, even if it's a $100,000 term life policy on you. Uh, let's let's go ahead and get that in place. Then how, how much... The way that... Uh, Jack and I figured uh, on, on the needs that we need is I did not want to burn through the money. So I wanted to be able to figure that we could take a, a percentage out every year and the principal still be there. So we wanted to draw out at least 5% off of that. So um, that's how we figured out the number, which equals about 10% of, of, right. of your income. Um, that's one way. It's a good way. We actually have calculators available to us. Another thing is, is look at your debt that you have, figure out all your debt, figure out the education needs, things like that. And we have uh, planners that can we can walk yeah, so, through. And don't all underestimate that education thing. And it really determines: Are you going to go uh, secular education or private education? Well, we, we think about education two ways. So often we think of like Hudson's education. We need to cover that. But let's say Jackie has been a stay-at-home mom for the last ten years, and something happens to me. Maybe she needs to go back to school to get some new education before she can go back into the workplace, too. So it's not just my kid's education that needs to be covered. It might be my spouse's education. So uh, there's definitely needs. We have calculators available to help walk you through how much life insurance you need. But um, don't. Uh, w- what I see happen too often is people think, wow, life insurance is so expensive, which it's not. People think, oh, I'll never qualify because, you know, I'm not the perfect height and weight and I'm getting into better shape. And so I'll wait till I'm in better shape to before I go. Healthy people die all the time. All the time. It really is. It's terrible. And and oftentimes people wait too long and, you know, they're not going to get to that healthy stage. Let's get something in place that you can't afford uh, to protect you. And then we can talk about getting more. Usually for the, you know, for somebody, even my age, to get the amount of life insurance that they need, it'll probably cost them less than a cup of Starbucks coffee a day. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. You know, we just wrote, uh, we just wrote a, a million dollar life policy on a 60 year old, uh, 20 year term policy who's actually had some cancer issues in his past and a heart issue in his past. And, and for him, it was, uh, I, I think, uh, I think it was right around $1,400 a year. That's that's with some, I mean, some age. It's a little on over a hundred bucks a month, and <laughs> so it was a significant amount of insurance, and had some issues. What are you saying? Sixties old? No, I said a little bit of age on. A little him. bit of age. A little bit of age. So he's got a little bit of age. I got almost a little bit of age. Wow, these young kids. Oh my word. Okay, so but life insurance is it's it's absolutely critical for families. Absolutely critical. Even more critical for single moms. Holy smokes, yeah. and and. and but also, it has a lot of application in the business world. Mm-hmm. You know, you take for instance, you've got a business where a dad and two brothers run the business. You know, if something happens to the dad and the brothers want to buy out mom out of the business that they have, they buy a life insurance policy on dad in order to pay off mom and buy the, that portion of the business. Or if something happens to one of the brothers. One of the brothers may the brothers may take out uh, life insurance on each other in order to pay off the spouse of the the one remaining behind so that they can gain another ownership share. I mean, you life insurance. Insurance perfectly. There you go. I mean, it, that's. I mean, life insurance is really key in buy sells, yep. buy sell agreements. But also, let's just say you have a critical super duper employee in your business, yep. and if something happens to that employee, it's going to. You know, a lot of times you lose a really good employee. It takes two people to replace them, and it's going to cost you a half a year to get them trained up, and you're going to lose money. 
to have a critical to have a key person life insurance policy on them. It's it's. We can also help uh, business owners if they have uh, if they've got a great team and they want to help keep that team there. You can provide them life insurance, and so we we actually offer life insurance to uh, and pay for life insurance for all all of our employees at most insurance. Uh, it's an added benefit that my competitors aren't doing. And so um, we know that we can also... Is that group life or individual policies? That's actually a group life policy that we're providing. Because a couple of the people um, might have some of those medical issues that they wouldn't be able to get insurance on their own as well. And so it's a way that we can help care for our our team members um, in a way that they couldn't care for themselves. And so it also helps give, uh, you know, an added benefit for them. That's really nice. That's nice. Benefits today in offices, you know... We can't we can't go political here, but holy mackerel, could you have screwed up benefits for employees anymore, Mr. President? Oh, the answer is no, you couldn't have. Wow, what a great idea. Could somebody in Congress please fix this mess? Holy mackerel. You know, I got to hear Ted Cruz when he announced it. Did you get to hear that announcement this week? I what did he say? I'm a Christ. He just say he's Christ follower. I'm a born again believer in Jesus Christ. It's what I stand for. I mean, he said it right out there. That's why I mean, he made the announcement at Liberty University. Oh yeah, I heard it was about that. It was great announcement. But I, I still, I still think that the anyway, we're not going to go political. All right, I was thrilled to death that he stood up. Listen, most insurance, you really, you guys really work every day on incorporating your faith into your workplace, into what you do. And I love what's what's coolest about this is your your claims advocate. Yeah. Absolutely. Do, do you have so you got a claims advocate? So that's for auto accidents and and uh, home claims and maybe business claims. Do you have somebody that helps them with life insurance claims? Um, you haven't had probably a lot of those. We really haven't. So so for years we actually did a really poor job of caring for our clients. Uh, to be honest, with life insurance, it was not a product that we really offered. And um, about two years ago, really started focusing on it more and more. And then last year, um, really came and, and made it a focus. When we talk about uh, one of the core values of most insurances is we long to have meaningful relationships. And we really con- concerned with caring for our customers with excellence. And, and and really, as I think about that, that's what informed the claims advocate that we've talked about and that, that having that position. But it's also really caring for the family down to their base needs. Their base needs for a family is having that life insurance. So we really realized we did a poor job with it, and so it's, it's become a very big focus for us. Uh, last year, um, we, we, we were able to protect more families than we've ever protected before, period. This year, our hope is to, to, to do, do even more. Mm. And so it, we actually haven't paid out any claims on life insurance in our agency. It's because we haven't written a lot in the, the past. The biggest thrill of my life was delivering a life insurance check. And it, wasn't a, it, wasn't a, it was a policy I inherited. It wasn't one that I had written. I know that some have been delivered in my stead since I've left my agency, but the biggest thrill ever, because that money was money that is so needed. doesn't matter how much it is. It just is so needed. All right, Eric, you have a fantastic auto insurance company who also writes business insurance that offers a discount. If people buy a life insurance policy from auto owners, they get a discount on their auto insurance. If they have an umbrella policy, all of them. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, but they don't sell home insurance here, do they? No, nope, but renters. They do. Okay, renters. they do sell renters policies. Yeah. Um, and so, um, yeah, actually, um, people people want to know, you know, how expensive is, is life insurance? Well, with auto owners, oftentimes we can actually get them a free life insurance policy. Uh, and I truly mean that. Um, they provide a um, a 5% discount, um, auto owners does, um, for people that have life insurance. On the personal lines policies, it's 5%. Um, and so uh, you, you think about your car insurance premium over an annual cost, and you think about some of those other things, your umbrella and, and stuff. 
you you've got three, four, five hundred dollars even potentially um, to to play with for life insurance. And so we can actually get you uh, those policies um, at at price one, um, or we can get you those policies with life insurance at an even lower price. In, in most situations. And so, phenomenal company on the business side of insurance. Um, uh, it's a 2% discount. So, a lot of large business, commercial clients, they can get a little life insurance and uh, provide a nice discount to those policies as well. They have been such a, a wonderful partner um, to our agency with um, protecting our families. That's who I wrote um, Hudson with last week. They have a an incredible policy for children. It's great. Grandparents can buy it for their grandkids. So if you're trying to think about what grandparents, you're thinking about Christmas presents already. Um, if if you were trying to think about what you should buy your grandkids, don't buy them any more toys. They don't need them. What Although your, they might like them. They might. But your kids would actually probably prefer you to get something that the child really needs. Your grandkids still going to want the car, though. And they are. So you can go and get it, too. But... Uh, Get life insurance, and it's going to save you money on your personal auto. So it's a great deal, um, but uh, yeah, uh, the policy is actually grows with the child. So the policy I got for Hudson, when he turns 18, it doubles in value, but doesn't go up in price. When he turns 25, it doubles again. Again, it doesn't go up in price. Great product. Um, reach out to Most Insurance, and we'll, we'll tell you more about it. All right, and they can find out more online at mostins.com or on your Facebook page. You posted that video you did on life insurance, which was fantastic. Absolutely. Go look at it. Go watch it. Yeah, it's a it's a very, very good video. All right, well, we're coming to the end of another I Work For Him show, and I know I've got a caller, but I don't know anything about him. It doesn't say anything on my console, well, Andrea. I Andrea's got out. Oh, hey, my father-in-law's calling. All right, Ted, you got, you got like 30 seconds. Welcome, Ted oh. Haynes. Hey, I'm only 82, and I, I'm an auto owner's uh, auto owner. All right, and I want some of that free insurance that he was talking about. <laughs> okay, hey, all you got to do, Ted, is look him up online at mostins.com, yep. and he can take care of you each and every day. Absolutely, there's actually a great product for um, uh, a guaranteed issue as long as you don't have any major medical issues. There's a guaranteed issue policy with auto owners for our mature uh, adults. What, what if he's got a really spastic son-in-law? Uh, it doesn't have any impact. <laughs> hey, but what a, what a great gift, though, Ted. You could, you know, for all those great-grandchildren you have now, because now you have six, you have seven, I, I don't know, I lost track, six or seven great-grandchildren. That would be a yeah. great Christmas present. My dad, we had my dad get uh, life insurance on each one of the grandkids, and, and he couldn't do it on just one. And so he got a, a little $10,000 policy. Well, he could do it on just one, well, but could. that would be really that weird. Be, yeah, and Hudson wasn't here yet, so... Um, so that's really cool. Hey, Ted, thanks for calling in. It's always great that you're listening. I appreciate your support so very, very much. You're the best father in law I've ever had. Uh, it goes, well, I can't say it. <laughs> no, you can't. All right, thanks for calling in, Ted. All right, Eric, we're coming to the end of another I Work Rim show, and I'm sorry, but this has been a great discussion about life insurance. I'm hoping some people call you and, and just talk to you about life insurance because seriously, it is the biggest need that goes unmet. All the time. I mean, almost every family that I met with that was in my insurance agency needed life insurance, right. as I would ask that question. So call call Eric and his team. Look them up online at mostins.com, or you can call 813 or 727-347-5555. So 347-5555, either area code gets right 
to Most Insurance, mostins.com. Hey, I'm looking for a thousand people in Tampa Bay to make a commitment to be part of the I Work for Him Nation. Have you called in yet? Have you called me? Maybe don't call in. Hey, go on to my website. Nobody calls people anymore. Text me. Or go on to my website and contact us or subscribe and let me know you want to be part of the I Work for Him Nation. Committing to serving and praying for the people that you work with each and every day in your office and looking for ways to reach out to them outside of the office and develop relationships with people so that you have an opportunity to be Jesus to those people. I'm looking for a thousand people to make that commitment. Please consider it. Go online to iWorkForHim.com or message me on Facebook at iWorkForHim. You're listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower who owns my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.